Hobby Addicts の時間です。It's time for Hobby Addicts.And now, here are your anime addicts. Welcome once again to Hobby Addicts. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am here on a lovely spring day in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's hot outside, the birds are singing,、mm. the insects are biting. That is true. That is true. As is noted by my massive arm that is、yeah. full. More massive you got, than usual. You got did. Oh, baby. <laughs> and of course, I'm here. That, one of those voices you heard was Kazuo to my right, the lovely Kazuo, back from、uh, an adventure of his, of his、uh, choosing.、Uh, yes, I had quite the adventure,、uh, which was followed by 11 hours of steady sleep. Ah. Thanks、wow. to, shout out to CBD gummies. Oh my. Which、Jeez. I consumed many of in order to fall asleep. Is, is many on the instructions for those or no?、Uh, it's, it's like to eat, to <laughs> eat, eat liberally, I think it says. It says one or two. Mm-hmm. I definitely had more than that. And of course, the other voice you're hearing is, is the lovely Enzo from probably not as sunny New York City. And how are you, my friend? Yeah, it is not as sunny in New York. It's actually kind of cloudy, but it's warmer. I can wear just a hoodie outside. And that's, that's really all I want right now. So it's good. It's, it's gray, but I like gray days. I mean, so I, I, I'm in. I kind、I'm、of、down. always envision you in a hoodie anyway. That's one,、yeah. thing, that's one thing about like, being up north that I am jealous of is the ability to accessorize. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, we layer up. You know、yeah. what I mean? Can't do that here. And of、no、course,、way. the silent voice <laughs> that you have not yet heard. However, when you do hear it, the lovely, the lovely,、uh, mm, yeah, like, you can do it.、Mm, just the velvety,、sure. sexy, like honeysuckle sweet tones will be of Mandy. The fuck? <laughs> And so, how are you, Mandy? Well, she's muted or something.、Yep. Wow, she's <laughs> Mandy left us. Mandy? Mandy. 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 There we go. I'm、hey. very sorry about that.、Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, no. My mic somehow unplugged, and that's why you cannot hear me. I'm so sorry.、Yeah. It'd be like that. It'd be like that sometimes, you know? <laughs> It's because when we were getting ready to start, I, I reached for my、um, wireless mouse and I must have unplugged my microphone while moving. It's、so, okay, Mandy. It's all part of your charm. She really was、yes. a silent voice. <laughs> She was. She was a silent voice. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, what? You guys can't hear me? No. <laughs> How are you, Mandy? But,、um, I'm doing all right. I am very sleepy, but I'm here. All right. Well, well I, I would right recommend、here. some CBD gummies for you because those, those will help you sleep. So,、um, <laughs> today we're going to go through some, some things. I have、uh, some sports related stuff I want to talk about. That there's a, there's a, there are some pretty big sporting events going on right now as we speak.、Oh. Of course,、uh, Mandy has lots of games and other nerdy things that you guys will love to hear about to talk about with, with us. And Kazuo just got back from an. An as yet undisclosed location mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that may or may not spell the doom of mankind. Oh, God. And, 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 and Enzo, I'm not really sure, but we're going to find out. Oh, yeah. Mine's very simple. I won't spend too much time, but I don't know if you guys knew this, but March Madness has been going on. Obviously, in an accounting firm's office, that's the only thing people have been talking about. It's March Madness. Everybody at work,、yeah. all, of the, all of the moms I work with, because、like, my team is like 70% moms,、uh-huh. like, <laughs> they've all been talking about it. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. 
Like, I have no <laughs> clue. So March Madness is the 64-team college men's college basketball tournament That's that goes awesome. on every year. And the reason why people care is because everybody makes a bracket. So you try to predict the outcome of all the games in advance. Okay. You'll pay 10 bucks or whatever, get into a pool, and if you have the most accurate bracket, you win all the money. So it, it's a lot of fun to do. I personally collected money from over 50 people in just my division, which is almost a third of the people. And we have like a pretty big pool running in my office, and it's it's a lot of fun. You know, I was... Yeah. But when the bracket dies, so does the fun mm. for a lot of people. And... uh I was tied for first in both of my both of my pools that I was in after the first weekend, and then and then this next weekend that we're in right now, it was just utter destruction from start to finish of my bracket, and I am I, I am beyond eliminated. Dude, that's like the same thing say. that happened to me when I was doing that fantasy MMA thing. Like the first season, I did it, I demolished everyone. Mm, yeah. The second season, nothing. Should have quit while you were ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. Like there's all kinds of these interesting sort of statistics around it. Last year. Someone, I think it was Harvard or some one of the big schools, calculated that $3.3 billion in productivity was lost during just the Thursday and Friday <laughs> of the first week of March Madness last year. Yeah. Dude, because, no one gives a shit about anything else. That's hilarious. Because yeah, in an office, everyone's watching March Madness to the extent where the, the player has a boss button on the player. And if you click the boss button, it turns your your computer screen into like a spreadsheet or something to hide the fact that you're watching football, basketball. That is awesome. Which is hilarious. And it literally says boss button right there. You click mm. it. It's pretty hilarious. But yes, no one cares about anything else except basketball. And um, Warren Buffett is probably the coolest guy ever to work for, I would say. I'm okay. I'm just going to say, and in, in, in here I'll tell you why. He, every year, he just offers the shell out a ton of money to people that can do very unlikely things with their brackets. Okay. This year, across all of the Berkshire Hathaway subsidiaries, they have people joining this a massive pool from all over the company. Okay. The winner of the pool inside of his company, he personally will pay them $100,000 out of his awesome. pocket. That is awesome. Which I think is That's so fantastic. cool. It's like, can you imagine working for like John's Manville or something and mm-hmm. you're in... Everyone must be just glued to it and yeah. having so much fun with it and ever trying to win them $100,000. And he offers a million dollars. I think it's a million. It might be a billion. I'm not really sure. To anybody who can get a perfect bracket. Which is impossible. Because it's pretty much impossible. There was one man There was one man left after the first full weekend who had a perfect bracket, and it was on like all the news. Like Everybody was talking about it because the awesome. odds of even getting through the first weekend are like, one in tens of millions. Yeah. So he was like this celebrity for a while, and then the then the very minute the next weekend started, his bracket crashed and burned. That is but, cool though that Warren Buffett. It's like when when you get to that level of wealthy. Yeah. Like you know people go different routes, but it's cool to see that he's just like yeah you can have some you can have some sure. Yeah, you just fuck around, man. It's really cool. Like I can you know I I can get behind that you know. Yeah. I I mean I I was thinking man it'd be. It would be really fun to work for a guy like uh, like Warren Buffett. Actually, I did turn down a job offer in, in Denver this last week, and one of the reasons why I did was because I have other companies that are still kind of you know poking around at me, and one of them is Johns Manville. Ooh. So we'll have to see, you know. Yeah. And I was like, maybe ah. you should put your March Madness bracket like in your resume when you send it to them. Maybe I should. I'd be like, just so you know, I'm pretty good at this. Just so you know, this is the this is me after the first weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to show you the second weekend. But I was like, you know, Warren Buffett's a guy I could, I could like, he seems cool. Like, I could work for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So as of now, the, the, the teams that are left, there aren't many. We just start with 64, and they're down to uh, six teams, which are Virginia, already advanced to the Final Four. Um, they have, let's see, who was there? Texas Tech. Okay. Sort of a, for their first time ever making it to the Final Four teams. Can I guess the team names? Oh, it's tough, man. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Virginia. I'm gonna go with. Let's see if you can get any of the six right, and 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 then I'm gonna then that'll be the last. Okay. Thing I say. Virginia is. I feel like this sounds familiar. It's like the like Mountain Men. I think it's Cavaliers. Oh, okay. Never mind. Mountain yeah. Men. I don't know. <laughs> how about sounds familiar. Mountain Men. <laughs> how about how about Texas Tech? Texas they, Tech. They have a really cool name. They have a really cool mascot. Name. Texas Tech is definitely. Mm-hmm. Tech, think Texas, Texas uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the Buffaloes. Mm, no, that's Colorado. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Texas Tech is the Red Raiders. Oh, that's dope. Okay, what, what other teams? Okay, Duke. Duke. All right, Blue Devils. I know that one. All right, yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. already knew you knew that one. Yeah. Michigan State is playing Duke later today. Michigan State. I feel like I've seen them before. You should have. They're a big sports school. And I believe they are like the Golden Knights or something? <laughs> No. Golden Knights is UCF. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Michigan State Spartans. Oh, okay. I, I saw like that helmet That's in my close, mental image. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And right now, right now, in, in overtime, number one, uh, number two seeded University of Kentucky is playing Auburn. University of Kentucky is a bird. It is a blue jay. No. No? Oh, okay. It is Wildcats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Not even close. And Auburn? Auburn. Don't Tigers. Think- yeah. I know that How'd one. How'd you know that? I don't know. I just knew that one. That is so random that you knew Auburn. <laughs> wow. All right. So I think most people are rooting for Auburn and Texas Tech right now because it's not interesting to root for like a team that's already been there and done that. Yeah. So, but yeah, March Madness is a lot of fun. It happens once a year. I seem to think that it's the best time of year for sports every year. I think that it's better than anything else we do. We have in sports better than even better than like the NFL playoffs. Mm. You know, it's better than maybe not better than the world cup. The world cup's pretty strong. But that only happens once every four years. Right. So, all right. So that's what I've got for you. Um, March Madness is a hell of a lot of fun. So, uh, we have. Uh, why don't we just roll right into Mandy? Because Mandy's got a bunch of games. Oh me. To play. Oh oh oh. Oh, I was gonna go last because I have loads of stuff. I'm just gonna take up whatever time we had left. Would you prefer <laughs> to go last? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I can go next because I I. Like it's full transparency, boys. I have had no life this last week and mm-hmm. like the last two weeks because I've been working so much, as my fellow host can attest here. Considering I missed the last episode too, um, but what I have been fitting in, which is something I've picked up after a long time of not doing, is I've been journaling a lot. Um, I a long time ago bought a really fancy midori traveler's notebook like the little passport size it's this modular notebook where you can add sections and remove sections because it's basically just like a really nice leather notebook casing in which you can add inserts and these inserts can be like a booklet of paper a booklet of graph paper a booklet of watercolor paper a booklet of like a journal a booklet of a calendar and stuff like that right so i bought that forever ago i was i bought it right before japan when we went to japan yep um, and I remember, and I journaled while I was in Japan, which felt good. When I came back from Japan, I completely stopped journaling. I don't know why. I just I just stopped doing it. But lately, I've been I've been super pensive lately, and just like really thinking about like me approaching, you know, me being in the latter half of my twenties, and just like where like what I want to do with my life. 
So I've been very pensive lately. So I decided to start it again because I found the notebook. I was like, oh my God, this notebook's really aesthetically pleasing to like hold and write in. So I've been journaling a lot every day. Um, and I have found that uh, it's kind of great to just write your thoughts to be introspective. out and then re- yeah, it's, it's nice to write your thoughts out and then read them back to yourself mm-hmm. because it's, I am very, very good about being in my own head. I like, you know, and not like in the, I'm in my own head, but like I, I live in my head. Like I am always thinking, I'm always like, you know, engaging with myself in, you know, possibilities and like what to do and what I am doing, what I've done and, you know, in, in my day to day. And it's it's been kind of nice to come home, whether I come home at one a.m. or twelve at midnight or whatever from work, and I sit down. I just like write out really quickly like how the day was and how I felt, and it's nice to read it back to myself. And it's it's like it's like me going, okay, I wrote this down. It's there forever. That's how I felt, and it's out. And that's and it's great. And I agree. And I don't disagree. Like I, it's it's like it's like checking in with myself that I'm being genuine and not like forcing like a certain state of mind. Um, I know that sounds really convoluted and super like, super like, uh, like, ho, 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 I'm an intellectual, but no, I mean, but I, it, it's been really nice because I haven't had time to go see my therapist, um, or see a therapist. So I've, I've, this has been helping like just, uh, consolidate my inner state and dump it out and just be like, I'm reading this back to myself and okay, that's not the worst it could be. I'm Okay. And yeah, I think, just go on with my day. I think from like a perspective of self-awareness mm-hmm. and, you know, just being introspective and having a, and having a handle on your problems and things like that, journaling is like is a great option for that. Yeah, so. I, totally. I did a thing um, a few times where I recorded a video of just myself, like talking about whatever's going on in my head and where I am in life and all this stuff. And like, you know, you can do that and like post it on YouTube as a private video so that only you can see it. And then what's interesting is like every now and then going back and rewatching those from like a couple of years ago and be like, oh, wow, I've come so far. Or, yeah. you know, how I've, how I've evolved and developed yeah. since then. And then recording That's another, cool. like an update. It's like a little time capsule to see where you were and where you're, you know, um, where you are. It's, it's pretty yeah. awesome. My, um, my roommate Amanda does this thing. She's been doing this thing since she was, um, I don't know, maybe like 13, but on her birthday, she records herself saying happy birthday, Amanda, another one in the book or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she, every year on her birthday, she'll post the compilation of all of the, all of them together. So now that this is my, this is the first time because she's a new friend of ours. Right. So this is the first time I'm seeing that video and she posted it like 23 years. Well, however many years, but up to 23 and she posted the video to her Facebook and it was it was so cool to see 30 second videos of her from when she was like 13 to 23, which is a 10 years worth of video and just her saying happy birthday to herself, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. just seeing how much she's changed and how her tone, like the way she speaks has changed, the way her tone has changed, the way she looks completely 180. So I think that's also something that I saw and I was like, damn, I need to, I need to be, I'm very in touch with my emotions and my mental state, but I want to be even more in control and like, and, you know, more observant of where I'm at. 
Yeah. So I, I, yeah. So I brought up. I just been. I just been writing down everything, like everything that I've been thinking about, just dumping it on this notebook, and it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Self awareness and like objectivity are are traits that are very rare and and unfortunately rare because they're so important. I know, um, man. So I think it's that's a great thing to do. I think a lot of people should probably take more time to kind of reflect on why they are the way they are and how they think. Oof. Um, yeah. as opposed to just kind of like winging it and then never really learning or growing. So yeah, I think that's a big for sure, thing. man. That's, that's a step I took years ago. I think that's a step I took like on when I was nearing the end of college, I was like, and this is, oh, and also like full circle. Cause my brother, my little brother who is in his senior year of college right now, he just turned 22. Oh, uh, yesterday. His birthday is March 30th. Hey, happy and, birthday. Um, yeah. Uh, he's, a, I fucking love him. But I texted <laughs> him, I texted him and I was like, Hey bro, listen, like, First of all, here's your birthday money from your big bro. He was like, holy shit, thank you. Nice. And then second, I was like, listen, like you're 22, but I'm not here about the age thing. Like you are about to finish school. And what that means is that life's about to get real crazy, like really fast. Whether, you know, because that's the stage in life when you make big decisions. Like you decide, am I leaving? Am I staying? Am I getting a big boy job? Am I traveling? Am I getting a small job and just saving for see what's come next? Like all those, any of those decisions are big decisions and he has to make one soon. So when I was in that stage of life years ago, I think that's when I sat down and I was like, who the fuck am I? What am I doing? And what am I doing right now? Am I okay with what I'm doing right now? Should I change anything? Uh, am I immediately moving away from my parents? Blah, 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 all that stuff. And yeah, so that really helped me too when I like centered myself and was like, like do what do i need to change or, or am i good like this or whatever yeah so you're right man it's super helpful to do that yeah that's awesome yeah so that's what i've been doing i haven't had time to do shit man like at all i i have pr- i proudly have kept up with some anime which is good um and, some and just so thoughtful uh do i think a lot man i'm so su- like at any moment i'm not speaking to someone or gaming or reading i'm always contemplating something all the time. Uh, it's, just how, it's just how the days, the, I keep the days going that way. I've been keeping Ooh. up with um, my reading. So as you guys know, I, I talk oh, about good. like nice, reading a man. book every month. You finally learned. Yep. I finally learned how to read uh, slowly but nice. surely. Proud of you. So January, I read um, the, uh, oh God, what's the name of it? I'm so bad with remembering the name of this stupid book. And I, <laughs> um, was it Ready you know, Player One? Ready Player One. Thank okay, you. Yeah. Yes. So January was Ready Player One. February was Man's Search for Meaning. And March was um, The Book of Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi. Okay. Oh, I have that. Which is really cool. So I've already picked up a couple mm-hmm. other books um, for the next couple months. One is uh, one that was recommended to me by a friend, which is actually an older book. I think it's like 80 years old, but it's still like really popular. And it's called like, a, was it like How to Win Friends and Influence People? You may oh, have heard of it. Yeah, I got hmm. someone bought me that book a long time ago. I never read it. But, yeah, yeah, but it's like apparently an incredibly helpful book and like, you know, ha- like learning how to be better with interacting with people and how to be more like positive in your relationships and things like that. Um, the, the title of the book is kind of sketchy because it's like how to win I friends. Know. What it's does that so, even mean? It's, it's, such <laughs> but, a sh- it's such a like shrewd undertone yeah. to that title. But like, but I've I've heard good things about the book as well. Yeah, but truly the book is just about like how to be better in your relationships um, yeah. with people. 
And so I picked that up. I also picked up um, Patrick Rothfuss's first book. The Name of the Wind? Oh. Yeah, The Name of the Wind. Oh, so I, please which is read a that. massive book. I just please so, read that. It's literally a mini Bible. Yeah, sure. it's like Jesus Christ. When that came in, I was like, "Oh my god!" What is that called? Yeah, it, the name of the wind. The name of the wind. It's it's part one of the King Killer Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss. Yeah, um, I started that as well. Yeah, very high key. Probably my favorite fantasy novel in a long time. Yeah. So I picked that yeah, up. That's I've, awesome. I, I've been picking up just hardcovers. I just like hardcovers more. I don't know Ooh, why. Did you pick up the which hardcover? The the red one. The red one. No blue. For that one. Oh, 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 either way, super good. It's a huge paperback. Oh, it's only 720 pages. Just two. Small text, tiny text. That's just two pages a day, for every day for the, for a whole year. Right, but I'm trying to read a book a month, <laughs> no, so I, I don't know, know if this is going to work. This I will say tricky. that I, I read that book, Kazuo, literally nonstop. I literally would wake up, read on the train, read on my lunch break, get home, read, 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 read fall yeah. asleep, do that again. And then I would spend like all Saturday reading. Um, and it took me... It took me, yeah, it took me like a month to get through it. That's basically what I'm gonna have sure. to do. I may that might be my yeah. my well, no, how many days are in April? Yeah, that'll twenty eight. In April, you want to try oh, that again? Sorry, in April thirty. <laughs> you want to try that again? Yo, mitts, <laughs> reason man. I immediately thought February. Yeah, I might I'm save that. Up your dates all over the place. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I'll, it's uh, twenty four. It's twenty four pages a day. That's a lot. Yeah, well, if you're like me, you'd open the cover, read two sentences, and you're done. I'd be like, nope. Well, more like no. I'm just like straight asleep. Oh. Yeah, no, that's not. I stop that I don't want to read the book. Right. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Sleep. Boom. Done. I was trying to find my version of the Book of Five Rings, but I can't find it. I I know it's in my room. I have a little tiny pocket version of it. It's really cute. Yeah, that's a (laughs) really interesting book. So for for those that are unfamiliar, it's written. I've never read it. Yeah, it's written by By Musashi. Yeah, Miyamoto Musashi, who was, I mean, is probably the most famous samurai to have ever lived. And. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, was alive in the early 1600s, I want to say. Um, and basically, like, he was known to, like, uh, partake in all of these different duels, 60 one-on-one duels that he, he you know, defeated his opponent in. All 60 of them? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Damn. I mean, if he lost, he wouldn't have yeah, he been alive for, to write the book. But um, he, fascinating character. Um, and he, during, during the end of his life, like, he had a, a disease, um, I believe it was some kind of, like, lung disease or something like that. And he went up to this mountain and basically just wrote this book. And for me, one of the most fascinating things is just thinking about... Did he have about, tuberculosis? I can't remember. I, I don't recall. It, something like that. But he, one of the things that was most fascinating for me is to just like imagine, like I'm reading this book here in 2019, that hundreds of years ago, a man who lived this crazy life was sitting down on a mountain and just writing mm-hmm. this out. And then hundreds of years later, here I am. That is pretty cool. Like this, it's it's so it's nuts insane. to think about. He died of cancer, by the way. Okay, that's what oh, it's cancer. Okay, but sixty duels, damn. Yeah, man, and and it's interesting because like when he first started, like he his first duel was when he was thirteen years old, and he was just like a wild kid and like just a really kind of shitty fighter at that time. Like he literally told the guy that he wanted to duel him, and before the man could even get ready, he charged him and like beat him to death. Damn. So like he's just a wild animal, but like it's interesting like how he developed and his his view of, of life and it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of all just written down in the, in the, in that book. It's very interesting. It's really interesting going through the different philosophies of all of his different techniques. Yeah. Like the different strikes and like how to disarm your opponent. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Yeah. And the psychology of it. And how to cool. drink deeply of their blood. Uh, no, maybe not that. The blade does. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, so I guess that's kind of like a little thing of what I've been uh, doing. Um, I did want to talk about, I guess what I did this past weekend though, um, 
which is I went on a little mini vacation to St. Augustine, yes. Florida. So I don't know if any of you have ever been to St. Augustine. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I have not. It is the oldest, like, city? In? It's not that, yeah, I mean, it's like, what, an hour north of here? Right, right. But, like, as far as, like, when it was first discovered. Like, the Spaniards, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, the oldest city by uh, that was settled the spaniards is then they come with their with their illnesses and yeah affect everybody which is hilarious because like i went to like visit some like forts and stuff and like they give you like little tours of the fort and like they paint the spaniards out to be like these you know like, the heroes of of the situation and i'm like i'm pretty sure they just came over and killed everyone i don't know yeah. if i would consider them to be heroes but okay yeah well there's fort um de soto mm-hmm. which is in south of here right and it's like the same thing it's just uh they got the fort and everything, and there's the cutouts of the yeah. soldiers, and they're like, and this is how all the people died of, uh, you know, yeah. TB and all this. It was, I mean, it's, it was interesting to see all of these like uh, like historical structures that are still there, and and to consider like how people lived, you know, all, all that time ago. But um, but also like I was there with some friends. Uh, a friend of mine does like uh, house sitting, so people will ha- like pay you to basically live at their house for a week or whatever when they're on vacation. I want that job. It's pretty dope. So she does that. And so she invited me and a couple other friends over and we just hung out all <clears throat> like uh, Thursday to yesterday, Saturday and just hung out and they they had their house like right on a river. So we were just chilling on this river and having drinks and going out to like clubs and stuff like that. And uh, I did a bunch of mushrooms. Oh my god! Which is interesting. Hell I knew there'd be debauchery. And so I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> which was a good I've time. Done I've done those a couple of times. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, very interesting. I'd like to hear more about that. Yeah, but um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like crazy. Like I've done stuff like that before, so it wasn't like crazy. It's just like well, you're 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 the one that's always been saying, "Oh, you got to try acid." Yeah, that's intense. So I would say, so I I would say it's nowhere near as intense as acid. No, it's I haven't done acid either, but I have done shrooms yeah. twice. Shrooms are much and more like I'm good. I, I'm good there. Yeah. yeah, like you get kind of like really relaxed and stuff like that. And you see like butterflies and shit. No, not really. Some people might. You can't. You can definitely hallucinate on it. I I didn't though. But I thought that was the whole point. No, that they're like hallucinogenics. I mean, they are, but I mean, I guess it depends on the person, as to like how much you might hallucinate. Did you hallucinate? No, I didn't. But I, but mm. things don't affect me like they affect other people. Interesting. Like, like weed. When people smoke weed, like it doesn't. I, I feel relaxed, but that's it. Like other people get all kinds of like they'll get anxious so, or they'll get. So what do the mushrooms feel like? Uh, Does it feel like weed? Kind of. Yeah, I felt like really relaxed and like like yeah. at peace and like. Nature looked really good. Yeah, and everything. Nature looked, looked good. Nature looks good. Everybody like yeah, you just love everyone. Kind of. Nature looks euphoric. like super HD. Yeah. So it was just, it was a good time. <laughs> In other words, you're like at home watching uh, Planet Earth 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, this is so crazy. Oh my God, the tree frogs. <laughs> this is nuts. But, um, oh, but no, it was just a good time, like just getting away. And like, I, I was, I've been telling people, like my friends that like, um, I have a month, no, I have, yeah, like a month of vacation time that I haven't used that's just stacked up. And I'm like, I just need to start taking days off and like going places. So that's kind of what I want to start doing. Go more now is just going to like random places like St. Augustine for the weekend. Do they, yeah. do they expire your vacation? Eventually. Like you can only hold like 150 hours. Or yeah. Something. It caps out after a while. Yeah. A month. Man, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 160 hours. Well, 160 hours is 20 days. So I guess, right. I guess if, yeah. 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 I guess it is a month. So Man, you I haven't mean, been taking any time off, brother. No, I know. 
There's the end. And I have like a week and a half of sick time that I never use because I just don't get sick. Maybe so. maybe you should get sick. I need to start getting sick, guys. Yo, get sick, dude. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Mandy, but thanks for that. Hello. Tell, um, us, tell us of your gaming adventures. My gaming adventures. Well, my sister was in town last weekend, which is why I wasn't on the show. And uh, so we did a bunch of stuff together. Oh, that's cool. Um, we went to the 16-bit barcade, which is down here. and it is 16-bit? Yeah. Sick. Do you guys have one? Oh, yeah. I we don't have, know if they're outside we, of Ohio or not. We have barcade in New York. It's similar-ish. We've got a bunch of different places. There's like Laurie Parkade here. There is um, Reboot is one that's nearby us which is pretty fun oh okay so there's a few um yeah we went there and it was it was a lot of fun we um as long as you have a tab open you can play as many games as you want and it's just old really old arcade games and that's it like they don't have anything anything newer at all it's all old atari games pinball games and that was a lot of fun we played joust forever oh my <laughs> we God. played joust. it for so long and um so in the leaderboards it's really cool because they have like this big um like board up behind the bar and i think once a day they go through and find who's on the leaderboards for all of the games and they update the leaderboard on the board so when you walk in you see like all of the different games and who is currently on top and um all of their drinks have like some nerdy theme to them i got the dude (laughs) (laughs) the dude (laughs) which is like vanilla vodka and like kalua it's just like a chocolate drink and it was really good so classic isn't it a white russian lebowski Maybe. Yeah, that sounds. I think that's that's, a, that's probably a version of like the White Russian, yeah, from yeah, the Big yeah. Lebowski. Yeah, because that's what he was drinking in the movie. The dude, what a great movie, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. I can't remember. I, it's been so long since I've seen that. Oh, same. <laughs> but I, I, but that's when my brain just goes, the dude, yo, fucking the Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, it's definitely, yeah. It's definitely a reference. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, my sister got something called the Bill Nye, but I don't even remember what was in it. She said she did not like it. A whole bunch of science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah was it like felt, was it like smoking and shit they come in a beaker <laughs> i can't awesome. remember uh, no i'm it, no it wasn't anything weird like that it's like a weird color though it was like uh some kind of really bright red Whoa. i think it had something cherry in it but she said she didn't like it so <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> but, grenadine um, or something mm. yeah i don't remember but um yeah so we we thought we were only going to spend like an hour there because we weren't really sure um if we were going to have enough fun like playing old games and we ended up spending like over our parking time there we had so much fun nice. Good. and just and uh we tried we played joust for so long and never got on the leaderboard but Aww. we both got on the leaderboard for cubert nice. <laughs> i don't think i played that cubert uh, yeah yeah Oh, I'm not sure what that is. Let me look that up. How do you spell that? C-U- old, old Q. Atari game where uh, you're this little, like, alien-looking dude, and you just... The objective is just to light up all the blocks on this, like, pyramid, and there's, like, some monsters that bounce around, and you can't land on, like, the same tile as a monster. Huh. Uh, That's cool. I played a lot of Galaga. I played a lot of Pac-Man. It was just so much fun. And we got so lost during uh, Gauntlet. We played Gauntlet for ages and oh, got so lost, and we so just good. eventually gave up. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was fun, and we also watched the anime movie um, Maquia, which 
Hmm. Yeah, it came out last year. It was um It had some hype behind it last year too. It did. It's mm-hmm. very beautiful. It's a very pretty movie. Yeah, um it's about this like um immortal race of people who spin like um time like they like they spin like these tapestries and they can like kind of communicate through the tapestries like they like they like weave messages into them but it doesn't look like text they can just tell by the patterns what is being written there and so they weave time through these tapestries and then this um these knights from this neighboring kingdom come by and they're trying to take one of the women back to the kingdom and an incident happens with one of the dragons that they come riding it on and Maquia ends up being um like dragged away by this dragon and released out into like beyond where her people are living and so now she doesn't know what to do she doesn't know how to get back home and she is immortal in a world of humans and so while she's traveling around trying to figure out what to do uh she stumbles upon a child whose parents were just slaughtered and so she adopts the child and the whole thing is about her raising this child and dealing with mortality and it's a very interesting movie i think it has a lot of issues though <laughs> like uh they kept going back and forth between maquia's story and the other woman's story who's currently being kept in the kingdom and i felt like her story was meant to be the anti-maquia story like they both were supposed to balance each other out but i felt like they were kind of having issues bouncing between the two and weren't giving them the time they needed to develop. But I felt like it was very interesting, the story about Maquia and her adopted son bring up interesting questions like uh, Maquia never ages. So when her son her adopted son is at like the teenage age, uh, they look the same age. And so it becomes very weird because now he doesn't know how to tout, like, explain this to people. Like, this isn't my mom now. I have to tell people this is my sister. And it's really, really weird. <laughs> like, it just in- introduces some very interesting questions about that. But it's a very beautiful movie. Yeah, when the promised flower blooms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, PA works. Yeah, it looks really It gorgeous. did not go in the direction I thought it was, though. I was very, very surprised. I was expecting it to turn into, like, a creepy romance, and it didn't. And I was very surprised by that. I appreciated that, because I was really afraid she's going to adopt this child and be like, like, act like it was her, like, she was the mom, and then they're going to fall in love when they're, like, you know, the same, like, age. I thought that was going to happen, but it didn't. And I was happy that it didn't happen. <laughs> Um, it looks really good, man. The PA works. When PA works yeah. once too, they can really go like, yeah, you know, man. Run, you know what I mean? Yeah. Emphasis yeah. on when they want to, because holy yeah. shit, sometimes they don't. Yeah, they I mean, do. <laughs> it seems like as opposed to like Annie, who seems to always have incredible visuals, PA works is capable of it, but they don't always do it. It's, I'm sure it's budgetary. So. Yeah, it was a very interesting movie. Very beautiful. Um, I also binged all of Yuasa's first series, Kimono Zume, nice. which is really okay. weird. So weird. <laughs> it was like, I kind of want to describe it as a better Tokyo Ghoul, Intric- but it's Whoa. still weird. <laughs> That's a really interesting um, take. <laughs> uh, so Kimono Zume, I'm trying to bring it up so I don't forget names in it. I, I'm always bad at yeah. character names. Kimono so, Zume, 2006. Yeah, it's um, one of his first... Uh, works i think and he 
the story is about like these cannibals, these people who eat their flesh eaters. And I can't remember what they were called in the show. They had a really weird name to them, but I think most people just called them flesh eaters. And they disguise themselves as humans, but they also transform into these big, like, nasty monsters. And there's a group of people who hunt these cannibals, and they're called the Kifuken. And so, naturally, of course, one of the flesh eaters falls in love with one of the hunters, and uh, it's about them trying to live like he like he tries to escape from the hunters and she's trying to escape from the cannibals it's about them trying to make it out on their own and there's this weird and it's called the kimono zoomics is this like fighting technique that the kifu can use where if they cut the arms off of one of these cannibals and attach it to their own then they can like use their powers but they have to like overcome the urge to eat people and it reminds me so much of tokyo ghoul <laughs> but uh it has that same very strange surreal art style of of Yuasa and uh, very weird sex scenes. Like all of Yuasa's stuff have very weird sex scenes. Yeah. Dude, he just loves to get he loves to get freaky, dude. <laughs> he has some weird ideas of sex. It's really funny. <laughs> but um, we saw a lot of that in Devil Man Crybaby. Good lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> I wonder what he's like in bed, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't. I have to know. Like I need to know. What well, he's like in bed. Maybe you can write him an email. Yeah, why don't you <laughs> ask Yo, him? dude, come through my place. <laughs> write him a letter. <laughs> God, if you, if you just Google Kimono Zume Jesus. and look at the pictures, there's like some really f- like fucked up, weird... Yeah, all the photos yeah, are fucked up It's very bloody, very gory. A lot of weird shit happens in it. And a lot of the motivations of like people's motivations in it are by jealousy. So there's a lot of drama in it. Every photo is somebody being like murdered by a monster, by a monster, or like someone having sex. It looks a lot like it looks a lot like Devil May Cry Baby, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, he's been he's been pretty consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Though I think Boy. Ping Pong looks a lot different from all of his other stuff. Ping Pong looks like. And Kaiba. Uh, definitely Kaiba. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Kaiba, but I've seen like the OP and everything. Um, but. Uh, I I consider Ping Pong to just be super unpolished. Like it's like like mm-hmm. you can tell it's like him, but it's like super janky. Crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah so I wouldn't say that's one of my favorites. It's probably my least favorite of his, but it's an interesting watch if you want to go back and watch one of Yuaz's first works. Yeah, the, uh, the the character designs in his works are definitely they they're all reminiscent of each other. Like he has a very distinct mm-hmm. sort of style. So yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like, it's um, it's it, the characters look very unpolished. I'm 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 sure it's intentional, and you know he doesn't <laughs> he just like I don't really give a shit that that like you know these characters don't look glossy and you know sparkling like like most anime characters do. So some of my favorites is when he draws their feet as like little pinpoints. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, cool. Well, uh, man, he's been getting into a lot of stuff. Yeah, I also played some games. I played, I don't want to go too deep into it because it'd take forever, but I played a bit of Total War Warhammer 2 uh, that was on sale for $20 on Steam. So I finally picked it up. And, You're uh, like, about time, fucking scrubs. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I played the first one, and then they released a second game, and it was $60. And I was like, man, I just got the first one. (laughs) And I was upset because the second one had Lizardmen, and I really wanted to play Lizardmen. Damn. So I put it on my list for a while, and now it was on sale for $20. I was like, might as well. Yeah. um, Made by Sega. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) People don't forget, Kazuo. (laughs) Yeah, I've been playing Lizard Men and Total War games. I'm nowhere in that game so far. It takes hundreds of turns to get anywhere in those games. They're like uh, life. <laughs> You've got to spend a long time in them to get anywhere. Um, okay. The other game that I played was an iPhone game called... Uh, this was number three. I haven't played number one or two. It's called Showa Candy, Showa Candy Shop. And um, so... These type of games started up with, like, the Neko Atsume games, where it was, like, you give, like, a customizable space, and depending on what items you come, like, put out in Neko Atsume, you, like, collect cats. Oh, and that then they cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, then they brought out another one called Notice Me Senpai, which is the same type of thing, where you get a cafe, and depending on what items you put out in your cafe and how you decorate it, different boys would show up, and then if they show up so many times, you get, like some kind of scene where you talk to them and uh, you could take pictures of like your how you customized your shop. And then they brought out um, by Gagex, this company brought out ones where they did it a little bit differently, where they took that idea, but put really um, heartfelt stories into them. And the one that I love and I will recommend to anyone who wants like something very simple to play but it's very sweet it's called um hungry hearts mm. and in that one you're this little old lady whose uh husband has just fallen ill and so now you are taking over this like very traditional japanese restaurant by yourself and all these different customers come in and the way you customize it like the other games is you put out different foods and depending on what foods you make you learn how to make new foods and uh, you collect money from customers to buy like different additions to your shop to like bring in new customers but all there are returning customers and depending on what food you put out it will unlock different memories in them and different conversations each of them uh you you're basically trying to use food to heal them and goodness a lot of them have some very sweet heartfelt stories like a yakuza member who's trying to get out of the yakuza there's like a woman who's trying to break away from alcoholism so she can become a better parent. And you're also dealing with, like, your story with uh, your husband and your kids and your grandkids. And it's very sweet. It's It made me cry. Some of them are very heartfelt. <laughs> and uh, it's very sweet. The show a candy one, I'm trying to figure out if... It's nowhere near as good as Hungry Hearts, but it has this thing where you're, like, decorating a candy store and you just collect money from kids for candy and then you have a pet cat and one day your cat came home with this letter attached to it saying I'm so sorry my child brought your cat home she cried and cried and wanted us to adopt it but I think it looks too well fed to be astray uh would you mind if we um occasionally let your cat come in for food and then you're then you the little old lady writes back is like oh yeah that's no problem at all and then they start this like chain letter chain it doesn't really have anything to do with how you customize your store though but i mean i am interested in how this letter chain 
progresses. I, I really feel like I haven't scratched the surface when it comes to games. Like I know, I know nothing about games. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's like all these like all these crazy concepts that I've never played anything like them. That's the kind of oh. that's like the beauty of like modern technology when it comes to like games and like independent development. Like there's so like you can play all like the AAA titles that are released that everybody knows about, but there are hundreds, maybe probably thousands, thousands, yeah, thousands of games out there that no like that are not as popular, and yet they have their own little little groups of people that yeah. support them, and they yeah, could be just like, as and good. now with things like RPG Maker, people can just make their own games and put them up on Steam by themselves. Yeah. I mean, a lot of yeah. the porn games I've heard people play oh, oh my. are uh, <laughs> RPG Maker. Really? Oh. Or, or a form I've, of it. I've, I've, heard, I've heard of people playing Yeah, games. I've never... It's not me. I mean, no. Definitely. And my friend, I have this friend who's <laughs> playing them, but it's not me, I promise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's all I got. Mandy truly is... She has ascended. Mm-hmm. Like, I know nothing. <laughs> I really feel that way. She's I, ascended I to nothing. a level beyond nerd. She has ascended. I can only hope to achieve even a fraction of my lifetime. I want, like, a picture drawn of, like, Mandy, like, in, like, a like a uh, meditative pose. Yeah. With, like, all, like, Buddhist symbology around her. But it's, like, instead of Buddhist symbology, it's, like, gaming <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, slightly okay. tweaked mm. to look Buddhist. I right. have like- and, like, Doritos and shit. No, Doritos. I don't like Doritos. Oh, I do. Come on. <laughs> I just become a gremlin. There's like Doritos and Mountain Dew. And yeah. Floating around you. Shit. Yeah. A bunch yeah. of shit. Oh, my. All right. Well, <laughs> cool. Well, well, goodness. That was a lot fuller than I expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing us catch up on all the stuff we've got going on, which is, this was a busy week yeah. for everybody. Definitely. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely busy. <laughs> So, but again, as always, I do thank you for listening in and helping out the podcast and, of course, being great fans. So, as always. And I hope that when you listen, you can you know, t- take a couple things away. Maybe you'll find something to do in, in, your, in your free time or maybe you'll start journaling like Enzo. Yeah. You never know. And we'll see you next time on Hobby Bye. Bye. Peace out. Bye.